Coming up. Jesus wants us, even though he tells us we're going to have trouble, he said he also wants us to have the full measure of his joy within us as well as we live here and deal with the troubles of this world. So we need to surrender to Jesus and accept the joy that he provides. Hello, and thank you for joining us on One by One, the podcast ministry of Quench Life Christian Fellowship. Some of us struggle with submitting to authority because we've been on the receiving end of misused power. But the authority of Jesus Christ can be trusted and wholeheartedly accepted. Learn why and how in the message series, Accepting the Authority of Jesus Christ. Here's Pastor Rob and his wife Carolyn with the sixth message in the series, Emotional Acceptance, Part 2. See, here's a, this, this is one key thing to, to pull out of this situation. Um, that uh, oftentimes, because certain events or certain experiences will cause us to feel feelings we don't want to feel, it, we, we will avoid the experience. Yeah, that's right. That's so when right. we think this is going to cause an ill feeling, we will just not, we not, we'll not encounter it. We'll right. just go around it. We'll avoid it. All right. <clears throat> and, and especially like feelings like confrontation, you no know, situations like being like confrontation mm-hmm. or persecution. Mm-hmm. If we will, we'll avoid it because we know it's going to make us feel a way we don't want to feel. Right. Right. And so, but that's not what they did. This is something we really need to pick this up on this. They were happy and honored to have gone through this experience of being beat. Yeah. Right. And, and then look what they did. The text says, you know, as we read what they did after they continued to teach the people and they continue to tell about the good news of Jesus Christ. And guess what? They did it every day. They got, they were whooped and they went out every day in the temple and to people's home talking about the very thing that got them to whooping. That's some serious dedication. That's some serious dedication. They went back into into a scenario which would cause them to get persecuted again, potentially. And this is what can happen when we surrender our feelings to the authority of Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. So this is a prime example of that. A second reason that um, a second way that we can surrender our emotions to the authority of Jesus Christ is by allowing him to help us with our strong emotions Mm -hmm. by allowing him to help us with our strong emotions. John 16, 33, we looked at it, but it continued to say some things. Um, It says here in this world, you will have trouble. Christ said, He said, but take heart, I have overcome the world. Mm -hmm. All right. I've overcome it. Mm -hmm. The the world that brings you trouble, I've overcome it. I like the way the the common English Bible says this in the same verse, John 16, 33. It says in the world, excuse me, you will have distress, Mm -hmm. but be encouraged. Be encouraged. I have conquered the world. Be encouraged. So I want to tell you to be encouraged. Even though we have trouble, be encouraged. 
Yeah. Uh, this is another reason why encouragers are important. We need encouragers in our life, Daryl. Huh, brother? <laughs> yeah, we need encouragers. Yeah. Right? Because it helps us deal with our troubles. Mm-hmm. And so Jesus told him, take heart. Yeah. Be encouraged. I've conquered the world. Mm-hmm. And look at what 1 Peter 5, 7 says. Give all your worries and cares to God, for he cares about you. So we need to cast all those cares, cast all our troubles, cast all of our emotions to God because he cares. He cares about us. So God is going to help us with our strong emotions. Yes, he will. And then here in Hebrews 4, 16, it says this. Let us then approach God's throne of grace with confidence. That's another emotion, confidence, Mm -hmm. so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. So God's going to help us with our strong emotions. He's going to help us with our troubles. Mm -hmm. But we got to go to him with confidence and in faith so that we can get the help that we need. And so um, on your paper, the third thing, um, a way that we can surrender our emotions to Jesus Christ is by not allowing our emotions to lead us to sin, mm-hmm. by not allowing our emotions to lead us to sin. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ephesians four twenty six says real simply in your anger, yeah. do not sin. Easier said than uh-huh. done. <laughs> yeah. In your anger, do not sin. We all know that anger is a strong emotion. Yeah. And it says when you're feeling those strong emotions, mm-hmm. don't sin. Mm-hmm. 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 King James says, be ye angry and sin not. And sin not. Yes. <laughs> so there is a way to be angry and not sin. If it's telling us to do that, then there's a way to have that strong emotion right. and not sin. Yeah. Anger is generally considered a negative emotion, mm-hmm. but we need not not to sin um, with with even positive emotions as well. Mm-hmm. So in any emotion, we do not want to sin. We don't want it to lead, lead us to sin. Amen. All right. And so we want to be angry at what God gets angry at. There is a thing such as righteous anger. So there are some things we need to be angry about, but there aren't things that we should allow us to lead us to sin. And so I want to give you an example of a positive emotion that can lead to sin and that, that did lead to sin in the scripture. So here in Mark 16, Mark 6, 17 through 27, Um, I want to read this and I want to read it all so that you can get the context. You know, generally I would just tell you this, but I want us to walk through here a little bit. Mm -hmm. So Mark 6, 17 through 27. um, For Herod himself had given orders to have John, speaking of John the Baptist, arrested. And he had him bound and put in prison. You know, John the Baptist was the forerunner, Jesus's cousin. Um, telling everybody about Christ before Christ started his public ministry. Mm -hmm. And then it reads on, he did this because Herodias, his his brother Philip's wife, whom he had married. All right, I'm going to pause right there on that for a minute. All right, so Herod 
had John the Baptist arrested because of his wife, his brother's wife, Herodias, that Herod married. Mm -hmm. Did y'all hear what I just said? All right, I'm going to say it again. <laughs> All right. Herod had John arrested because of his brother's wife, Herodias, that Herod married. Herod married his brother's wife. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all yeah, get this? Mm -hmm. And it wasn't that because his brother was dead or even if it was dead. Mm -hmm. it, it, something's not right here, yeah, right? Something's not right. Verse 18 reads on. For John, John the Baptist, had been saying to Herod, it is not lawful for you to have your brother's wife. Mm -hmm. John was bold. He told the king, you should not be marrying your brother's wife. Mm -hmm. And Herod was of Jewish background. And then verse 19 says, so Herodias nursed a grudge against John and wanted to kill him. But she was not able to because Herod feared John and protected him, knowing him to be a righteous and holy man. All right. I'm wondering, I'm wondering, um, this scenario is where they got that song from. Uh, that song, I don't know, it came out in the 60s or something. I don't know what year that was. It said, if loving you is wrong, I don't want to be right. <laughs> that 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 could be Herod's uh, uh, theme song. You know, he he married his brother's wife, but he didn't want to be right. He didn't want to be right. John told him what right was, and John ended up in prison because of that. And look what he says here: Herod had an affinity to John. He 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 knew John was a righteous and holy man. And then verse 20 reads on and says, it says, when Herod heard John was greatly, heard John, meaning we he heard him speak, mm -hmm. he was greatly puzzled, yet he liked to listen to him. Mm -hmm. So Herod was fond of John. He threw him in prison because of his wife, his brother's wife, really. <laughs> and, um, and, but Herod was fond of him. And then the text read on um, verse 21. Finally, the opportune time came on his birthday, on Herod's birthday. He, Herod gave a banquet for his high officials and military commanders and the leading men of Galilee. Uh, so Herod is partying on his birthday. Y'all tracking with me? Mm -hmm. He's feeling pretty good. All right. On his birthday, he's celebrating his birthday. And something happened here. Verse 22 says, when the daughter of Herodias came in and danced, she pleased Herod and his dinner guests. So he's really feeling good now. You know, he got entertained by his brother's wife's, his, 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 the wife's, his brother's wife's daughter. <laughs> and he's feeling good. And guess what he did while he was feeling good? The king said to the girl, Ask me for anything you want and I'll give it to you. What? He's feeling good. He's partying. He said, I, whatever you want, I'll give it to you. And he, and he gives some more expression. He says, and he promised her with an oath, whatever you ask, I will give you up to half my kingdom. Mm -hmm. He was feeling pretty good that day on his birthday. Mm -hmm. 
And verse 24 says, she went out and said to her mother, what shall I ask for? The head of John the Baptist, she answered. And at once, uh, the, the girl hurried in to the king with the request. I want you to give me right now the head of John the Baptist on a platter. The king was greatly distressed, but because of his oaths and his dinner guests, he did not want to refuse her. So he immediately sent an executioner with orders to bring John's head. The man went, beheaded John in prison. Y'all see what happened here? Mm -hmm. On his birthday, he was feeling pretty good. Yeah. Partying, enjoying himself, being entertained. Mm -hmm. And he allowed that strong emotion to cause him to kill a man. Wow. Wow. This ought to serve us as a notice that even positive emotions mm -hmm. can lead us to sin. So we got to be careful. We, we got to be careful all the time. We got to surrender all of our emotions to the authority of Jesus Christ, even the positive ones. Amen. The fourth. <clears throat> oh, I, I want to say, uh, I say this so I can relate to you in today's uh, language. The, the world tells us on our birthday mm -hmm. to turn it up. To turn it up. <laughs> turn it up. <laughs> <laughs> to turn it up. And not just birthdays, other days. Other days too. Yeah. Turn it up. Turn it up. Mm -hmm. And that's not what the scriptures is teaching us to do mm -hmm. on our birthday or any day. Because <laughs> the, the scripture tells us. Um, not to be drunk with wine, but to be filled with the Spirit of God. Amen. So we got to be careful that we don't get caught up into the world's way of doing things mm -hmm. and go against God and sin against God. Amen. The fourth way that we can surrender our emotions to the Lord is by learning to always rejoice in our Lord. Mm -hmm. By learning to always rejoice in our Lord. Mm -hmm. Philippians 4, 4 simply says, Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again. Rejoice. Yeah. Paul here wanted to say it twice. He says, Rejoice in the Lord always. And I'm going to tell you again, Rejoice. Notice it says rejoice in the Lord. Yeah. Not in myself, not in my birthday, not in my accomplishments or nothing else. Rejoice in the mm -hmm. Lord. Uh, should I be happy on my birthday and my wedding day and the birth of my child, etc.? Of course. Yes. But I need to honor and thank God for it all. I need to rejoice about it and be happy in it and know that this is a blessing and experience that God has allowed me to experience here in this world of trouble, a pleasure a that pleasure. God has given me to have in this world of trouble. I need to be thankful for that. My heart Amen. should be filled with gratitude that I could have this experience. Amen. Amen. 
So be happy, but be happy in the Lord about it. That's one thing I loved about KJ and Nicole's wedding. It was clear God was present and they they were rejoicing in it and feeling the blessing of yes. God. Yes, realizing that the blessing had come from God. And realizing yeah. the blessing had come from God. Amen. And so, um, and so many of us struggle to get past this concept of being happy and, and enjoying our, our birthdays, our accomplishments and all those things um, and enjoying them in the Lord um, because um, there's, you know, uh, the, the, the saying called YOLO, meaning you only live once. Mm -hmm. That's one of the lies that the world tells you yeah. so that it will get you caught up in your life experiences and not allowing and not enjoying them or experiencing them in the Lord. Because mm -hmm. you, it ain't just you live once. The Bible tells us there's a second death. And that's Amen. the death of being e eternally separated from God. Amen. Then I, I don't think you want to be a part of that, that death. So the, it's a lie to say YOLO. No, yeah. we don't just live once, not according to the scripture. That's true. And then um, John 17, 13, um, Jesus says here in his prayer, uh, I am coming to you now, talking that he's coming to the Father, but I say these things while I am still in the world so that they may have the full measure of my joy within them. Jesus wants us, even though he tells us, we're going to have trouble. Mm -hmm. He said he also wants us to have the full measure of his joy mm -hmm. within us as well mm -hmm. as we live here and deal with the troubles of yeah. this world. Amen. So we need to surrender mm -hmm. to Jesus and accept the joy that he provides. Amen. And then lastly, the fifth thing that we can do to surrender our emotions um, to the authority of Christ um, number five is by knowing that we have great reward waiting for us in heaven. That's the fifth way that we can surrender. Mm -hmm. So Matthew 5, 11 and 12 says, people will insult you and hurt you. Mm -hmm. They will lie and say all kinds of evil things about you because you follow me. That's right. He said, they're going to do these things because you're a follower of me. Mm -hmm insult you, hurt you, and lie about you and say insults against you and hurtful things to you because you're following me. But Jesus tells us this. He says, but when they do that, know that great blessings belong to you. Woo! All okay? right. Amen. That's why the, the apostles, the disciples felt honored when they were beaten yeah. for Jesus Christ because they knew they had great blessings mm -hmm. that belonged to them. That's how they could be happy. And look what it says here in verse 12. Jesus says, be happy about it when folks hurt you and lie about you and insult you because you follow me. Mm -hmm. Be happy about it. Be very glad yeah. because you have a great reward waiting for you in heaven. In heaven, People did these, these same bad things to the prophets who lived before you. Amen. So Christ tells us mm -hmm. that we can be happy and have joy and rejoice when we get hurt, persecuted, lied on because we're followers of Jesus Christ. That's right. So we need to surrender our emotions to him and exchange our sadness for joy, our, our ashes for beauty. We need to make that exchange. And Jesus says, I have it for you. 
have fullness of joy for you. And I want you to have fullness of joy. And I want you to be helped as you deal with life's troubles. You've been listening to One by One. Here's a personal message from Pastor Robert. You may have never said yes to Jesus Christ. Do you know that God loved you so much that he sent his son to die for your sin? If you're ready to say yes to the love that God showed, pray this prayer. Lord God, I admit that I've sinned against you. I believe that Jesus Christ died for my sin. And I commit my life to you. I ask that you come into my life come into my heart, take control, transform me into the character of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, I want to be the first to welcome you to the family of God. And I want to encourage you to find a church where you can learn more about Jesus, draw closer to God, and to other believers. God bless you. To learn more about Quench Life Christian Fellowship, visit quenchlife.org. You can follow us on Facebook, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and connect with us on LinkedIn. Also, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at quenchlifecf to receive regular words of encouragement and ministry updates. Join us next time. So it's not just the preachers who are ministers, not according to the text. Rather, every member is a minister or a servant. Every follower of Christ is a minister or a servant. Thank you for listening.